0: Welcome to the first podcast from David the Guide. Um, <clears throat> my intention with this podcast is a lifestyle-oriented podcast in the sense of guiding. You know, So David the Guide is a name that came to me uh, or kind of given to me. And I was working as a tour guide uh, here in Iceland on the glaciers and volcanoes and such. And through the years I've also been leading sweat lodges and kind of sharing my, my gathering of information to live and thrive and heal and survive and make mistakes and whatnot um, through this life. And what I've realized is, I am able to share a whole lot with people, and and I'm grateful for to all the people that have kind of given me that space to share with them and partake in their journey, whether it's on a, or a tour, or or if it's in a sweat lodge, or in a cacao ceremony, or ayahuasca retreats, or. Or just, you know, twelve step programs and all sorts and you no know, my life is taking a big change. Became a father about two and a half months ago. Still haven't met my son, uh, Nathan Pieter. Um due to COVID and being restricted and and I haven't seen my partner, Lola, or or my, my son Leon. So It's been quite strange and what I've mostly been doing is completely, um, you could say reinventing but also integrating the experience of what's going on and then making it into another chapter in the journey of who I am as a person and I think that adaptability is something that's very important right now and important in general. And I think we all have that ability to do and it's, it's kind of like there's no one who gets out of, you know, kind of having to take the punches that life gives you. And now, you know, being separated for eight months and not, you know, witnessing the son, birth of my son and everything, it, what is most stuck with me is is um, how capable, you know, I am and how grateful I am for having a son, whether I'm there or not. I'm grateful for his birth and grateful for his life and grateful for the opportunity to be in Iceland while they are in Argentina and taking care of what what will then ultimately build a better base for a family to grow. And in that sense, also letting myself um, feel, you know, feel, um, you know, the... More kind of what we would qualify as harder emotions, but to me, I I I don't like to qualify it like that today. Um, it's more the deeper emotions, the the sadness, and and it's when I'm the saddest that I kind of learn the most, and I'm so grateful for that. And that what I've been most grateful for is how I've been able to just been so. I'm so grateful for being grateful <laughs> if that makes sense and and um and I've been just really happy with where I am at and where I've been able to be uh present for my partner and um my son Leon and my family and myself first and foremost because when I'm present for myself I can be present for the, for them and and then present for my family, then present for my extended family, which are my friends. And um, for anybody who kind of seeks that space of joining a sweat lodge or or that uh, genre. So my main intention of this podcast is kind of share my thoughts, share my journey. And there could be stories, there can be examples, uh, and I'm only human, and I'm I'm doing my best, and sharing from my heart, and being as vulnerable as I can, and working this into my personal ritual. And as you can see, my my or here, sorry, uh, is my voice is a bit raw now. It's after a sweat lodge that I had um, on on Saturday, and. We had a great group here and it was amazing. Sweat Lodge is is just such a blessing. And I tend to lose a little bit of my voice because I love to sing and kind of don't remember Sweat Lodges at all. You know, once I'm inside the lodge because it kind of just goes into a state, state of being, presence. Um, And I love that and just gives me feel like I'm servicing. I don't feel like I'm doing it for myself although I do, but I feel like I'm I'm a portal or or a tool for something else and what that is is it's up to me to define. And uh but I I just like it being mysterious. And I'm very grateful for having a sweat lodge and it's been a year now and Frank Frank Frame Frank Frank frames things um has been documenting the journey and we're um now editing the documentary or he's editing it I'm just giving my point of view he's great he's very he tolerates me very well and and he's a great fit for energetically speaking where we are are a great team and there's a lot of great people who have assisted on that from 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 you know just so many people and it's such a blessing and the tribe just gets bigger and bigger and stronger and more vulnerable and and I just love having people in in what I would call a tribe you know and 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 it's such a big part of you know when a sweat lodge is that I, I love to check that people are, are doing, doing okay. You know, I'm very interested in people. Uh, although on the outside, I might seem like a very, very, um, kind of, uh, like a very outgoing person, which I am. Uh, so not, an, uh, an ultravert, but, uh, I'm actually an introvert. I I love my alone time. I just I spend most of my time alone, and then just when I'm with people, I am still very engaging, because um, then I'm completely ready to be with people. Uh, I don't like being with people to distract myself. I tend to kind of feel my energy very well. That I just need to be by myself and ask for that space, and and it's great. And I just wish that if 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 this podcast and if somebody gets any knowledge from this or any wisdom or any you know funny whatever that helps them, then that's fantastic and it would be just amazing to to share whatever it is and and it's been such an amazing journey for myself from from uh, kind of not knowing even who I am as a person just eight years ago. And uh, it was a big change for me in 2012. And it's a huge shift. And It feels like I lived another life before that and then a new life now. And it all started from... From me becoming uh, sober, so I had um, a substance abuse um, problem, and it was controlling my life, and it controlled my life in every single area, and I'd had that problem from, for years, you know, from my teens, and I'd been trying to get sober, and being sober many years, so probably, like, you know, because recovery, you you tend to want to, if you look at it from the outside, you want to look at it like, you know, black, white, you know, like, well, you have a problem, fix it, you know, or, you know, like, why don't you just stop? Like, oh, okay, if I could stop, I probably wouldn't have this problem to start with. So, you know, it's a lot more that goes into it. And and um, I'd been, you know, going through various journeys of sobriety from the age of 16, so I, that's my the first time I went to rehab is around 16, 17. And, um, and I've probably been sober, you know, today I'm 37, so it's about 20, 20 years. And in those 20 years, I think I've been sober pretty much about 15 of those 20 years. And, um, and it's taught me a lot, but at the same time, there are so many different types of sobrieties that I've had. Like the first, I'm just trying to, you know, fix fix it, fix it. You know, like when I'm a teen, I'm trying to go back to school. I'm trying to be normal. And um, I'm absolutely not normal or whatever the fuck normal is. You know, it's just an idea that, you know, when you're not, you know, your complete self, you're like comparing yourself to these normal people. I don't know who normal people are and i don't know any normal people i don't think normal people exist i don't think anybody's normal i think it's an ideological you know thing that we create inside our consciousness to com- compare ourselves to our lack you know our lacking of our not being enough you know and and when i was 16 i was you know very high and lacking <laughs> of all sorts of things, you know, m- most evidently self-compassion, understanding and and gratitude and um, an emotional, you know, understanding of who I am. But I think that in very many senses is, is normal for a teenager. Um, and then if you go through many, you know, uh, traumas, you know, in your youth, it can affect how you come out as an adult. And we're all different. And uh, we all go through trauma. You know, not everybody has to go through severe, severe, you know, traumas for it to qualify. There's no qualifying bar. It's no test. Is is Life is traumatic. Being born is traumatic. You know, it's so... I think we all need to acknowledge ourselves, where we're at. And if we're able, you know, to get away from that comparison... It's such a blessing um, and it's such a journey. And then every single sobriety after that, you know, I was sober for three months and then I started again. And then, you know, and then a year later I tried again. And then later, a year, year or two after that I tried again. And, and then at 23, I actually stayed sober for about four and a half, almost five years. And it was probably was the worst period in my life when I was sober from 23 to 28. And I got my life together. You know what I'm saying? Is I, I went back to school. I got my diploma. I, you know, kind of fixed everything. Fixed everything financially. And um, kind of became that what I thought I lacked. You know, and got a nice car and got an apartment. And, and uh, kind of lived the life that I th- thought I should live. And it just gave me nothing and strange to say it just gave me absolutely nothing and i kind of like with every day and week and month and then a year that passed i just felt more empty on the inside and more empty on the inside because i was trying to fill it with what i thought was happiness um which was things and, and 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 you know i i had no sense of you know, friendship with myself I had no sense of um, yeah, I just I just was absolutely not my friend. I did not take care of myself in the way that I take care of myself today, which is listening to myself, respecting myself, giving myself the um giving myself the time to kind of make mistakes, and that it's okay to be human. And that it's okay to be me however I am, and then the biggest blessing of them all, which was is just strange to say is that I relapsed after five year four and a half years of sobriety, and I completely lost my mind, I completely lost my mind, I'd never been as sick of you know like mentally sick as an addict, and just daily usage you know just absolutely just. Just completely lost it. You know, it's, 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 um, and, and the blessing inside it is I thought I would never be able to get sober again. And then when I finally made it to rehab through uh, various events, then I had this opening of like, wow. I can feel it like in my bones and my spirit and my emotions that I really want this. I really want myself, and it's so weird, and I get goosebumps as I say it for the first time as you know a twenty nine year old to realize that I loved some part of me that I had this resilience of, that I actually had this love for myself and that I was ready to, you know, kind of be with myself, like, inside this existence, and then slowly but surely I gave it my all. I actually relapsed after, like, I went into a detox facility, And then I relapsed after like three, four weeks, met a wonderful human being uh, called, uh, I I won't say what his name is. And he taught me how to meditate and um, became my sponsor. And, and, you know, he taught me like some things about like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. And then I couldn't let go because I was kind of in the circulation of, you know, the underworld. And I didn't do exactly what he told me. And then I relapsed. And then I came back. I only relapsed for about ten days, two weeks. And then I contacted this this man again, and I said, "Hey, I'll do anything to be sober." He said, "Well, you had your chance, you know." And that's really great advice, you know. He had the self respect from himself. He's like, "Well, I gave you a chance. You didn't take it. You did what I t- told you that you shouldn't do. So I don't want to waste my time." And uh, I was like, "I will do anything." To become sober, I'll do anything you say. And he, he was like, "Whatever." He was, he's an older man. He's like, "Whatever." You know, just go to rehab and call me when you're done. You know, it takes about two months. So fortunately enough, I was able to go to rehab the day after, and I took two months. But every single day, I called this guy every <laughs> single day while I'm in rehab. Like, "Hey, it's David. What's up?" You know, and he told me to call him after rehab, but I was just like. I'm not letting go. I'm doing everything. I'm doing like a thousand times more than I'm asked to do. And I'll do it for just like forever. And that attitude has stayed with me since that. I just do a thousand times more than I need to do to deserve, to survive. And I put that energy into growing and it can be on all levels. Like I'm willing to try anything new you know, I was very boxy before, because I was trying to fit into boxes, and then I realized, like, I don't even have a shape, so why am I trying to fit into a box, or a triangle, or a circle, so I don't, I don't know what shape I am, so then I just became spirit, you know, and I didn't know it at the time, and since then, it's just been growing, and growing, and growing, and growing, and just, like, got into meditation, and even tried yoga, although, like, you know, I go in and out of yoga, and and then, like, I'd always been in sweat lodges, but then I just like really kicked in, and and um, without before knowing it, you know, I had my own sweat lodge, and 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 uh, you know, and 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 kind of like got out of debt. I had like you know, a hundred thousand dollars of debt, and I got rid of it in four years. Uh, you know, and just it became a journey, and I, that's what I hope that this podcast will be—a journey where I can share that journey on a bigger scale with those who might be out there that are looking for you know or vibe with it or are like okay i get this guy's energy and i really do you know connect with it and there's something there like undefinable um or definable but just it's all temporary when i define something it's temporary so it doesn't matter that much but if i you know somebody relates please reach out um And it's part of also where I want to grow. I feel like now, like I was saying before, I'm a very, I'm actually a very private person uh, or like a private person about my energy, but I'm not private about my trials and, and what has been, you know, my biggest triumphs, you know, through the, my trials and errors, because I think that's what grows people. And I think that's not something I want to hide, you know, and I usually don't share things while I'm going through them. I'll share things when I've kind of gone through them, learned from them, integrated them, and then I'll share from that point of view that I kind of understand it more um, because I don't want to jump jump the gun and say something that might kind of, you know, when I'm still in that um, uh, process of integrating an experience, a human experience, which I really love. So if you, if you feel that you vibe with this and you want to reach out or just comment or subscribe or like or share please do and i'm trying to keep them short just you know maybe 30 40 minutes per day something that you know i can share with people and that they vibe with and i will be starting um uh ptsd based uh counseling spiritual guidance um and all sorts of lifestyle guidance um where we can have one on one sessions and check out where you're going spiritually where you're going mentally what's going on if I can kind of you know counsel you into uh, the right direction or just need a space to to be heard and seen um and that's where I've been feeling for a long long time it's a big step for me and I've been kind of holding onto it for two three years and I'm going to open my myself up to having um you know those sessions with 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 people in private and uh so that we can grow because i also just have a limited amount of what i can share so this podcast platform is is great and then having being able to book people into a session is great because i also have to live and and i have to integrate and i really want to be there for people so you can't be all over the place you have to kind of be very grounded and and uh Stay with that energy. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And let's all stick to our journeys. Stick to our awakening. Stick to our blessings and our gratitude. And remember that I choose my reality. In the sense of I can choose to acknowledge what's going on or I can choose not to remember that we all have the space to be as we are, whatever we're going through, and that there's no right or wrong in an internal world, and that we're all going to be okay, one step at a time. Take care, guys, and see you next time.